Hey, it's Rick on them keys and Aye. them kicks Drake, he got numbers like a license plate Don't bounce out trying to fade, we ain't gonna fight today Welcome to Talking Giants, presented by Seek Geek. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-host, Justin Pennick. We got ourselves an interview with License Plate Guy. We're going to talk about the softball game, Saquon, McKinney, Pick 6, all that good stuff. Um, and then we, we got to talk about Joe Shane's press conference at the Combine. Justin, how are you? Bobby Skinner, I'm good. 2024 John Boy Media Scouting Combine uh, just dropped on Tuesday. The 40-yard dash is on Tuesday. The Passing Accuracy Challenge is Wednesday at 4 p.m. and then we'll do a relay race on Thursday all released at 4 p.m. on the JM Football Channel. I think it's one of the best weeks of the year. The fact that it's all on JM Football this year, I love. It's in one place. It's more competitive um, and it's even more fun than it's been in previous years. So check it out. Link will be in the description for the 40-yard dash and I and I like that we've kind of built up uh, my 40-yard dash to be like a thing every year. So check it out. More competitive than the real combine that's happening this week? Honestly, yeah, it's probably like more fun, uh, especially because you have the people that show up. You have no choice but to compete. You can't say, no, I, I only want to do this, even though somebody, Joe's McFly, did tear up his shit. <laughs> On purpose? Uh, Maybe. This episode was brought to you by some special people. Michael uh, uh, Aquino. Mm-hmm. How about this? Clayton Snyder. Should we do the exact same just monologue about how, how cool the name Clayton is. Thank you, Clayton. You're a pretty cool dude. And then John Scannell. Justin, who are these people? Do you think oh, Clayton also, subscribed? I need to say a thank you to one other person who's already a Patreon member. But, Justin, Shane O'Connor joined the family tier. Oh! Third person to ever do it. Now, the other people that did it only lasted a month or two, which is very like way more than enough. But... It's happened. It, I was shocked to see the notification. So a special thank you to Shane O'Connor. I mean, do we need to plan on a live stream with Shane in like the month of uh, yeah? I'm, I'm getting him his shirt and all that stuff, and then we'll we'll figure it out if uh, you know if and when we if he wants to do a live stream. Yeah, and, if he wants and all to do that it. stuff. So. Uh, Ryan Fowler, breaking news sources: LSU QB Jaden Daniels has formal meetings scheduled with the Giants, Vikings, Saints, and Patriots this no evening. Way. That's wild. That's wild, Justin. Who are those people that brought us this episode? Do you think Clayton subscribed because we talked about how great of an name Clayton I, obviously. is? Obviously. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Talking Giants for two dollars a month plus month of tiers to get to hang out this live while we record the shows. Bobby Skinner was sending some stickers in the mail. Plus, there's some shirt raffles a couple times a month. Patreon.com/slash Talking Giants. All right, so Joe Shane had his press conference, and then as most Joe Shane press conferences, you don't get a ton of info out of it, but you can read the tea leaves on some things. So there's no real clarification on you know how they view quarterback, and there shouldn't be. If there's one thing I want them to not be honest about is their draft strategy. Um, he did say he hasn't met with McKinney's and Saquon's uh, representatives about nego- negotiations haven't started on those those happened at the combine which is very funny because i think he was referencing my tweet saying that the negotiations have started because mckinney's tweets um there the really the big piece of information he gave away justin was about shane bowen and how they're gonna look for players is they're gonna look for outside linebackers who are you know rushing the passer a little more you know first and second down we're trying to get after the passer a little more which sounds weird because you know wink got after the passer but i think it's more so Guys will have the green light to just rush the passer and not have to be solely focused on the run, which I don't know if I totally agree with, but it's 
Like, that was a big piece of information. Like, now that I'm like, okay, Kayvon's got the green light to maybe even work outside in a little more when, you know, they're, you know, you know, teaching him to, you know, play the edge, play your keys. Yeah. And then, and then changes how I know they're not going to take Latu at six, but if they were picking at 14, I'd be like, oh, Latu's like in play here. Yeah. And, you know, even when we're talking about allocation of resources, right. And we're talking about, an edge rusher room that is very iffy on depth and an interior defensive lineman line room that even though it has Dex and he's the elite player is still very iffy on depth. Now I'm very much leaning that if they're going to invest something that's maybe a little bit bigger, whether that be free agency or, you know, a higher draft pick, I'm leaning the edge room, you know, because if, if you want to put more linebackers on the field, that if you want to, you know, give your linebackers more freedom, your edge rushers, I should say, your edge rushers more freedom to go after the quarterback, then that's that's what's going to be more valuable for you, especially when you already have Dexter Lawrence on your on your team. So, um, yeah, that was the biggest piece, I guess, schematic-wise and philosophically, um, you know, what, what Joe Shane had to say. I mean, we, we know that we know that they like invested in the interior defense alignment, and I know that they ran those they ran those three defense interior defense alignment um, you know s- sets. I think they may have done it a little bit more in 2022 than 2023, but um, yeah, that was that was certainly certainly a big piece. Yeah, so I think we'll see more stunts on first and second down too. I think that's a part of it. Now, when you hear that at first, you're like, well, we didn't stop the run the last two years under Wink, and Shane Bowen's defenses have stopped the run. Uh, I think that one that's a little personal. It's just kind of how you set up your fronts and, you know, teach your edge rushers and then, like I said, stunts. Because yeah. uh, even though the, def- the Giants couldn't stop the run very well with Wink, they always had, like, number one run defenses in Baltimore. With Wink. I think it was a little personnel issue, uh, some personnel issues. But I thought that was the most telling thing. Uh, he gave a no answer on Brian Dable calling plays, saying that they haven't discussed that, which is that's Shane's go-to line of when he doesn't want to answer. It's like, we haven't also, discussed that. It's a lie. Um, and then with Mike Kafka basically like mentioned, oh yeah, he's going to be a head coach. We're setting him up to be a head There does seem to, like we've talked about where it's like, okay, we understand the situation was bad last year. Like there do, there there is efforts to make amends and make it work with Mike Kafka while also being like, maybe th- this isn't forever and hopefully we can catapult you into a head coaching job, even yep. though we're probably taking away play calling from you. I almost think that's their reasoning. Their reasoning of taking away play calling is is setting you. Oh, we want to form you as a head coach, Mike Kafka. We don't just want to form you as an offensive play caller. We want to form you as a head coach, which may, hey, that that actually may set them up for more long-term success, not just being an offensive play caller. But at the end of the day, we know that Mike Kafka wants to call the offense right now. Well, that would um, help him get a better head coaching job. But right. I, I think they're putting out a thing of like, well, yeah, just because we're doing that doesn't mean we don't really like him. He's a bright young mind. So right. that, I mean, that dynamic is going to be a huge thing to follow throughout the season on what happens with Mike Kafka. Was there anything else of note that you really pulled from it? Um, You mentioned the Dable calling place and, and the fact that Joe Shane, he did confirm that he was on the coach's headset for the Washington game. Um, for you fun know, and, and, and superstition. Yeah, they, they won, and he was superstitious, so he stayed on until they lost. Um, <laughs> something I've always wanted to do, nothing sparked it, and it's funny, Research Rick in the 
in the replies. It's like, yeah, six preseason games, 27 regular season games, and one playoff and two playoff games. Um, you know, it, it, nothing sparked it necessarily. It was just uh, the listen, timing babe. Of this-, this GPS on your car is just for fun. Like I just yeah. like to, I like to just kind of track. I like, I just like tracking GPSs. Um. So that that was that was that. Um. Expect yeah, the front to attack more, read and react under uh, from from Wink. Uh, and then the one the one final thing. This is uh, I re- I actually really do recommend reading uh Pat Leonard's article. Um, it has some extra stuff besides just Daniel Jones and Xavier McKinney and Saquon Barkley. They also do um, a po- after after the press conference. See, they t- he talks with the beat reporters on the side off mic too. So so I think others. they on the side. They asked Joe Shane about trading up from number six to number three, like the Jets did for Sam Darnold. Because I know, especially, I think we're going to really get a good idea of if the Giants don't trade up within the next one to two weeks in the draft, odds are they're not going to trade up. Still could happen, but odds are, like a lot of the previous other deals that teams have traded up kind of drastically, it's happened during this stretch of time. So, really got an indication that I don't think it's going to happen for the Giants right now because. Shane mentioned, and this is a direct quote, I think it's at that, posi- it's at that position, it's a different stratosphere. Quarterback, I guess he's, re- he's referencing. You got to get around these kids, and you got to get to know them. And until you're able to do that, it's hard to make those types of moves. Um, so we're still going through the process um, at the time in Buffalo to get around those prospects. And then once we were comfortable, that's when you make that type of move. This is the start. There's a lot of these prospects. It's the first time we're going to get around them, blah, blah, blah. So we know. From the fact that look at that top thirty, look at that top thirty list. The last two years, the last two draft classes, and how many of those you know draft picks and how many of those guys on that top thirty picks wound up being Giants? They really haven't met with anybody yet, besides the guys at the Senior Bowl. None of those guys at the Senior Bowl are are you know candidates for being a, a, a top six pick, and none of them were the top three quarterbacks. So I don't think a trade up is going to happen. Knowing that Joe Shane likes to meet with these guys, they like to have extensive conversations with them, know who they are as a person. They're not going to make such a drastic move to trade up without knowing exactly who they would want to get in that scenario. And there's not yeah, enough basically time. you don't know who's going to be the first two guys, and you know you don't want to they you don't want to you don't want to trade up to three because you think the Commanders are going Jaden Daniels. Right. And then of uh, two weeks from now, it's like oh no, they're actually going to go Drake May, and so now. You yep. would take Jaden Daniels, who would be the guy that they wanted less. So, I don't, I don't see a trade up happening anyway. I don't, see, I really don't think either of the, any of those top threes are trading out yeah. unless they get a king's ransom, and I don't believe the Giants are willing to do, uh, to to do that. So, um, so in, anything else from it? No, I think that's that's basically it. There was a lot of if you want to hear the stuff that he said about Daniel Jones, uh, you know, they have faith on Daniel Jones. He's he's starting to throw stationary. And then they have. He's going to be ready for camp. I don't know why anyone ever doubted that Daniel Jones wouldn't be ready for camp. But I'm just kind of like Daniel Jones, Joe Shane questions. I'm burnt. Like I, I just, I honestly tune those parts out because I'm not, I'm not reading into any of that. Yeah, uh, he values Saquon Barkley the same way that he valued him last year. I, I got. I don't really put much stock into what he said about Saquon Barkley and Xavier McKinney. I, I actually think that he's also lying about talking to the. I, I think that they have been talking to the. He said he talked. He's talked with McKinney, but he hasn't talked with the representatives or negotiations haven't started. So, which I think that's a lie. Yeah, there has there has been some negotiations, uh, but it's just a good way of 
not answering the question like oh we'll we'll talk with these guys down there which they will talk with them down there and maybe i'll answer some stuff out but yeah um all right justin before we get into license plate guy won't you talk to us about something i'll talk to you about the DraftKings sportsbook and i want you to get in on the action with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers who deposit $5 or more can get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. So I want you to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code WORLD. News customers can get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 if your first bet loses. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code WORLD. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. The Connecticut help is available for probably gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One, one no-sweat bet per new customer issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 100 and 68 hours after issuance, see dkng.com slash promos for deposit wagering and eligibility restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Bobby Skinner, you'll be glad you did, and let's talk to License Plate Guy. And here's License Plate Guy. Come on, pay attention in there. Let's go. We got a beautiful day. Work. Play fast. Play fast. Whoa. Ah. All right, we now welcome back onto the show, talking Giants Ring of Honor member, Joe Rubach, License Plate Guy. Man, you... Your softball game is back, and I want to yeah. talk all about that. I'm I'm so excited uh, because your last year doing it was in 2019, and that's when we first, you know, I was first on Twitter and stuff, and I was like, man, I had a lot of FOMO not going and was so <laughs> excited to go, and uh, so I'm, I'm really pumped to get uh, back to it. Tell us all about it. Yeah, no, I appreciate you asking. Uh, look, I'm, I'm glad to be back at it. Uh, it was a sick couple of years. I mean – you know, meeting Landon Collins that year that we started it um, in 17, you know, he was already knew him, but he was back. We were at the Pro Bowl and um, he's like, come on, man, let's do something. And I was like, I really want to get some kind of a charity thing going. And we got this game going. And, uh, you know, within a few short years, we had raised really a, a great amount of money, you know, over a hundred grand for charity and to be hanging around with, you know, 75 to 100 New York football giants was was unbelievable. So, you know, fast forward a couple of years to uh, to 19 was the last one. COVID hit. And I tried to get the game last year. And I actually was talking to both Barkley's side and Jones' side. And to be honest with you, you guys know how the offseason was with that. Like, one, I didn't even know if either of them were going to be giants. So it just, it just fell through. It didn't really amount to anything. And, you know, uh, I waited one more year and Dex and I started talking and we, we had a couple of meetings and he, you know, thank God he was there his, his rookie year. So he, he knows, he knows what it's all about. Yeah. One of the few guys left from that team. Yeah, correct. And, uh, you know, not, I'm not going to lie. When I first decided to ask him, I totally forgot that he was at the game. But then I was looking through pictures and I was like, oh, my God, like Dex went into the crowd and signed autographs. So he had a good time. And uh, he was like, yeah, let's let's do it. I'm all for it. And he's he's actively involved. 
in everything that we're getting together, and uh, and he's pretty pumped up about it. So I'm I'm happy about that. And this feels are... like the the perfect pairing, Joe. Where you know, I, I even saw like the the promo video of Brandon Jacobs and Dex going face to face with each other, and it's like you know what? Even though J- you know Jacobs obviously being a you know Jacobs just isn't your normal running back too. You know, two hundred and sixty pound running back back in his day. So I feel like the, these two guys, even though like personality wise they're they're different, but it just it just feels right that these two guys are the face of it, and you know, uh, and they're going to be running it with you. Dude, what I is it for for people that may you know not know like what is because people just listen like what are they talking about some baseball uh, game what is it yeah no oh shoot Bobby that's first of all Justin that's you're so right being different and they definitely are different like like Brandon is just Brandon is just out there and he's just out there out there and I love him for that Dex is not and uh, it's funny that you said you know you look at Brandon he's just a He's just a monster. Yeah. You know, maybe next year, maybe one day I'll get, I don't know, the Wandell Robinson game just so we could be <laughs> next to Brandon and Jacobs like this. But uh Bobby, thank you, man. I I totally lose sight of that. It's not like it's not like everybody knows about it. So so basically, um, you know, going back to what I told you, Landon Collins and I started to do this celebrity softball game in 2017. It literally is a day of fun. I mean, we have it at this stadium called Clover Stadium. It's the same stadium that it's been at for years. They just changed the name of it. It's in Pomona, New York, about 35, 40 minutes from any airport except JFK. So, uh, you know, it's it's easy, easy to get to. Um, basically, the game consists of the current Giants, led by Dexter Lawrence, and versus Brandon Jacobs and the Super Bowl 42 and 46 champs with some sprinkled in Giants greats. Like, uh, you know, I'll I'll go over my umpiring crew in in a second. I'll let you guys do it since you guys are breaking the news on that tonight, I heard. And, um, um, you know, we play, the gates open around 2, 2.30, something like that. Dodgeball starts at five o'clock. Home run derby at six, and the and the softball game at seven. I, yeah, so. I am so pumped. I I was mad. I was one of the first people to buy tickets, but I I didn't get the first row behind uh, home plates. But I got second row. Like I couldn't get those tickets fast enough. I'm so excited to go there and be there. Explain the the ticketing situation this year because you're doing it a little different too. Yeah, so I'm a big I, I'm a big believer of general admission. You know, I really try and keep it relatively low because i've always wanted a family of three or four to be able to afford to go to this game you know you go to a football game now guys you got to be a millionaire i mean yep. you got it's 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 silly that you can't take your family i could tell you that i mean i travel to away games and it's violently expensive and uh so i really tried to keep the tickets low and and make a general mission but i gotta tell you i was in a meeting with dex and brandon and the ticket people and some other people that were given their two cents. And they're right. Like those that were there were at previous years. And when you had general admission, you would run to go get your seat. The hell with you, kid. The hell with you, grandma. You know, and they would run down to get their seat. And, you know, fast forward to the second inning. If I saw Dex in the crowd, you know, over on the third base side, I would leave my seat to go. And the fights that took place, not physical, but the arguments that would take place, like, hey, I was sitting there. I don't see your name on it. You know, it really made sense that this year is just going to be different. You buy a seat 
and a t- and a row and a and a and a seat number just like you would any other game. And I was, uh, you know, it took me a while because I don't really like change. So it took me a while, and I I came around, and it's it's the right way to do it. So, you know, down low was like 50, 55, and then 45 and 35. So it's still affordable. I still got my 30 to $35 range tickets in there. And, um, and you know, up close where Giants are probably going to go over to the wall or get on the dugout and sign for people. And then you, you get what you pay for, kind of. Well, at 55, you know, like the, I think the most expensive ones are $55. Like that's yeah. the closest some people will ever get to those Giants players, right? Like even... You know, it's you're going to be closer than you are in training. I think it's going to be more, and in training camp, you know, I know they do the little high five thing, but you know they're very much like locked into practice, right? Where I think this is yeah. they're going to be having fun, talking with yeah. people, you know, signing autographs, you know. So I, I'm really excited uh, for it. Are we getting our boy Gates back for it? Because he is the defending uh, home run I, champion. He was. It's so funny you said that. He's literally one of my first text messages because. You know, I, I didn't say it too kindly. I was just like, look, I hope you get cut because I need you at the game, you know, the softball game. And he's like, shut up. But, you know, not only did he win home run derby, he was the only guy so far to hit it out of the park. Mm. So he literally took the softball and hit it out of the stadium. Now, you know, look, we're not talking Yankee Stadium, but we're talking a nice stadium. Those those that want to look it up, I mean, it's, it's Clover Stadium where the New York Boulders play. It's a nice stadium. Yeah, it's and a minor it, league it, park, it's, right? It's a minor league park. You know, we're not playing in some high school in high school park. So, so yeah, I need him back. I really do. I really hope he can make it. But don't forget, the the reason why I do it in May slash June is because uh, it's OTAs. It's very right. easy to get the current team there. And yeah. you don't, you know, I don't have to fly in 30 more players for the game. So, so that's the reason why we have it. And, um, and, and you're right. I, you know, I really have to start looking at things like you do, Bobby, to be honest with you, because I love that you said it, it might be the closest that some fans get. And you're right. They're locked into camp and they're sweaty and they're gross and their autographs come out terrible here. You know, they literally take their time. A lot of giants uh, went on to the, to the dugout and signed for fans. Um, it really, it's not an, an autograph, you know, show. But when you say that it's not an autograph show, it kind of makes them want to sign more, if that makes any sense. Yeah, right. Because they, it's know, just we, they're doing it out of the kindness of their heart and not for, correct. you know, a, you know, correct. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not, it's not, it's not, here's what it's not transactional. It's not transactional. It's not. You're right. And, and a lot of people like, like I told you, like Dex went into the crowd, Brandon, um, a ton of giants went into the crowd and Eli, when he was there, he signed for like, he signed for like a half hour in one spot. I mean, that's a, that's a long time. JPP, when he got on the dugout, he signed for over an hour. He didn't move. He like literally stayed there for an hour. That's a long time to be signing on top of the dugout. Yeah. So right, let's, yeah, uh... I, I'm very much looking forward to it. Let's break some news. Um, I'm partially a little offended, Joe. I don't know if you see that I am a part-time umpire myself. Uh, we have a we have a warehouse at John Boy Media, and I wear my Oakley sunglasses, and I, I have a grand old time. It's my field. It's my rules. So slightly offended that I'm not considered to be an umpire, but let's break some rules. Uh, let's break some news. Uh, who are going to be some of the, uh, the umpires that we have uh, coming up for the game? All right. So, well, first of all, 
let's let's break uh, the the biggest news, and that is that I was going to offer you Justin to be you know uh, not only the live stream in case the umps get it wrong that they quickly go to you for the replay. So if oh, you want to love be head, that exactly. So if you wanted to be oh, yeah. official, you know, so you have to give me some time before attacking. You know, yeah, Justin, Justin, some, you, you need to just show up in the outfit anyways. And, and <laughs> I had some big I'll plans for talking giants. So, so yeah, w- look, we, we put together an umpire crew. Some are, some have been here for, for a couple of years now, but at first base, uh, we have Joe Morris. We'll, yeah. uh, you know, because Joe wanted the shortest walk out to the field. So that was first <laughs> base for him. So I let him rock with that. Second base, um, is a toss up. You know, between Rodney Hampton and Stephen Baker, and the same thing at third, Rodney Hampton, Stephen Baker, and home plate goes to Super Bowl, you know, 25 MVP Otis Anderson, and he's back again, and he loves doing it, and uh, you know he causes he causes a lot of uh, grief back there. He's he wants the game over with. He calls a lot of strikes. <laughs> I like I, that you gotta you got you gotta you gotta call a good game. Um, so Otis Anderson, Rodney Hampton, Stephen Baker, the touchdown maker. Maybe we'll you know the ejection maker or something. And, and Justin, like, we we have to get one player like that. Actually, that's a good consp- we can conspire. Which player will take the game so serious that if he gets ejected, he'll actually be bothered? All right, that is a great question. So so a lot of people. Don't mess with Soybert. Now, Soybert is the other pitcher for the other team. I pitch for one team. Soybert pitches for the other. And 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 Soybert, like Eli Manning got up and he hit an infield shot. And uh, he crossed first. And it was a bang-bang play. But Soybert was screaming out, like, out! And, of course, you know, it's Eli Manning. He was safe no matter what. But uh, but Soybert might be the one that's got to get kicked out. I just, uh, just need another pitcher that's, that's not uh, – that's willing to get hurt. Yeah, so that'd be a good conspiracy. I don't, you get all all the other O line guys would be right in on that conspiracy mm-hmm. to just we'll get Soybert yeah, kicked I out. Think so. I think so. Um, so so yeah, I'm excited, man. I like I I'm honestly looking forward to this more than I am the NFL draft or free agency <laughs> or even training camp. Just like getting getting to this softball game because I think it's like I'm telling you when I I'm here watching the clips on social media and I was like I. I'm so sad that I'm I'm not here and able to do this. So uh, we we got it's, our it's tickets. A, it's kind of like it's kind of like a perfect timing too, because you know it gives us enough time to get over the disaster of the season. You know, some of us are in that now. We still got a lot of more time. Plus, I, it's still I it's I I'll tell you what this season for some reason. Maybe it's because we won the year before, so you got a that's little correct. taste of winning. That's that's correct. It's. It's usually it's like all right season over let's move on. This year it's kind of left me in a little like a of a fuzz of a hangover. Like man, that hey, season just, really I'm, was not fun. Just curious, just curious, both of you. Like, what game in that season sticks with you the most? Last season, oh, it's, it's the week Dallas one. game. Week one. Week one. I guess, I, I mean, think every why well, it's it's unanimous. And I guess if we polled that, and and I would like you guys to put out a poll, like getting geared up for the season. And for that to happen open night, yeah, I think ninety nine percent of the fan base is going to say week one. I think it yeah, ended. I, mean, I think almost the season ended that night. <laughs> it was it was tough. It was tough to get by it. It really was. Like Bobby just said, you know, you won last season, and like you said, Justin, week one comes. It's like, are you are you shitting me? That yeah. literally tore our hearts out and just threw it on the ground and 
lit it on fire. Now, Joe, you were there during the summer. I mean, you know, we 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 there was actually a practice. My my one on the ground practice. So we it was we, you know, we were hanging we were we, ha- we were hanging out together, day. and you know. Oh, you got oh, you you take or also you take some terrible pictures of me. Oh my god, just really bad angles. I forgot about that. But anyway, like you know, we were there this summer, Joe, and they looked good. And I guarantee you, we're sitting there saying that they looked good. Even the people that like to say they don't look good, they were saying they looked good. And I'm willing to bet that they knew that they looked good too, and that they had confidence. And then for that night to come out that night, that first night, and to lose in that fashion. I mean, I know it's a long season. It's it's a long season, but it's a short season. But you, you can't help but feel like it almost ended that night, especially with the confidence that they kind of had that summer and, you know, even winning the playoff game the year before. And that and that's the key right there is why wouldn't they have confidence? Right. They came off. Uh, and, and, yes, confidence. How could you have confidence? You got blown out by Phil. I understand that. I really do. But coming off of what we went through as a fan base and as a team, and then to come in and beat Minnesota and come in, forget about the Philly game. I I, I just I want to just talk about where they got to, and then to come into the summer. You're right, um, but you know what? I also believe that going into this summer, that should put a little more caution on all of us. Like, okay, great, they look great, but who do they look great against? Their own. Um, Okay, Trey Hawkins, he might be the greatest player in the history of the NFL. Okay, in camp, caution. Um, Darren Waller can't cover him. He's uncoverable. He's open literally everywhere he goes. Again, <sighs> caution. So, and and you know me, I'm the biggest homer that there is. I don't have any caution. And and come freaking June, I'm gonna be out there going, oh my god, these guys look unstoppable. They win a Super Bowl, and I don't care. I'm gonna do it every single year until they win a Super Bowl again. I, I interviewed Schnee a couple weeks ago. I saw it. It was a great interview. I was asking him about it, and it, I had a moment that hit me like, man, the Tyree play was a long time ago. Like This is this is a <laughs> long time ago at this point, where it always kind of felt fresh. And then the last few years, it's like, man, we are, we are getting further and further away from these highlights being like really old school. Um, Saquon and McKinney, those are the big free agents for the Giants. Who do you think is back or neither? Uh, it's really hard to say. Uh, the Shane and David are saying all the right things. Well, Shane is saying all the right things. Of course, yeah, they want him back. Um, uh, I think that both had their time to to get it done. Uh, I want to stop going back to Barkley making the wrong decision. Now it's what he thought was right at that time. Um, hindsight, obviously, he should have signed the long term deal, but whatever. Uh, the Giants put a good offer on the table next, and uh, uh, and and then it got pulled. And then the you know we all know the running back you know market went in absolute shitter. And guess what? It's not getting any better for Barkley. You have five six running backs that are going to have new teams possibly, and that is going to kill the market. In my opinion, it's not going to help it. Obviously, um, you're not looking at. Uh, let me tell you something. I don't know what Shane has in store for offering Barkley, but I think if it's reasonable, Saquon Barkley better take that deal. And I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm not even going to sit here and attempt to tell you that I, I think I know, 
But if it's any bit close to 10, which I don't think it will be, uh, he should take it. And that's a lot. That's far off, my friend, of where we were just a year ago. Yeah, we we haven't heard anything this offseason. We really have not heard anything of like like that would point to it now. So when you read the situation, like okay, it makes sense to let him walk. You know, he's probably gonna get a better offer in free agency. But I've really? I've operated under the mindset of these two sides can't quit each other, and that even yeah. if they both like, even if like say like it would be better off for Saquon in his football career to leave the Giants right now. The Giants, it might be a better opportunity for them to just let him walk. But I just think both these sides can't quit each other. Like they're they're in like a bad relationship where, you know, it's they should take some time off and then Saquon come back and have his post career as a as a New York Giant. But and, and they don't want to do that. And there lies the problem. Okay, this is what Giant fans are going to complain about, and rightfully so. When is it cut ties? Do the Giants ever just cut ties? Is it time to cut ties with Barkley, who's going to be, what, 28 when he suits up again? Okay. Is it time that we're not holding on to one, two, three players while the rest of it burns down around them? And uh, and I don't have those answers, man. I wish I did. And I also subscribe to what you're saying. It's a, it's a match if it could work for both. Um, it's funny. We're sitting here talking the last five minutes about Saquon Barkley, and you you know, you asked me about the other guy, and that's McKinney. Um, you know, the question I have there is, I I personally think McKinney will shine brighter in not a wink defense, and that's a that's a given, right? Because he's not left on some island. Um, why they're sending the house, and this is that was the whole thing. The problem what drove McKinney crazy and, and probably is the number one person celebrating that wink is no longer here. With that said, Bobby, you got to ask yourself, is Xavier McKinney a top five corner uh, safety in the league? And if he is, then you're going to pay him $16 million a year. Uh, if he's not, he's going to wind up falling in the in the 12, 13 uh, 13 14 range and if that long-term deal could get done I, I would do it but but I don't have him I don't know you have him top five I mean I'd have to go through but no, like I don't view him as one of the top safeties you have Minka Fitzpatrick Jesse Bates who got that 16 mil last year correct um you know guys who I view as better than him um but I'm we we did our our most recent episode was on the pending free agents and McKinney is a 24-year-old do-it-all type of player. And yep. you know what? He is going to thrive in a different defense compared to, you know, like yep. think of, think about that last year with Patrick Graham, some of the things that he was doing. It was awesome stuff. Yep. And that was in a year where he started the season bad. And then it started to click with him in that defense, and he was able to become a real playmaker. So him being a do-it-all type player, 24 years old, going into a defense, I would and, and the cap inflating, I think that's a part that gets forgotten in it, is that, True. yeah, Last offseason, would I give him the four years with 16 mil per year? No, but this offseason with the cap inflated, I would be willing to go up to that just to get it done. But I do think, I agree with you. Like, it belong, he belongs in the 13 to 14 mil per year. But with the so, Giants so, not needing a bunch of guys down the pipe that need to sign, I'd be willing to sacrifice 
two million per year just to get a, a deal done and not have to go through the tag and all that stuff. Right. And if if great point. And if you if we're dealing with two million dollars, then there's always massage room. Um, I'll give you uh, 10 more at the end, I'll give, which you'll never see. I'll give you, you know, I'll give you 14 uh, more guaranteed. There's always that room that you could use on players. And I, I, I believe, and, and I, I really, I, I also believe that he's going to get better in this system. I, I, really and I think do. that's a great point. Um, that's a great point. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, and he was uh, really good in Wink's system. He just didn't have a bunch of stats that went that showed that how good he was playing. Okay, time out, time out. And that right there is is why players are having these problems with defensive coordinators or head coaches or whatever. Dude, what are you doing? You're you're crushing my numbers. Stop calling that. And I'm telling you what happened because I know what happened during the season and a lot of things were brushed under the rug and, you know, hopefully, you know, more things will come to light, but but that is what killed McKinney. And that is what he had such disdain for Wink. So here we are in a new system. And just like you both said, and I agree, uh, I, I think he's going to get better. So, how, but it's, it's what, it's what he's worth. How much was there friction between those two? Cause now I, no, at the, I say all <laughs> these things about McKinney, right? Like how much I want him back. I also can acknowledge that I think he's a bit of a pain in the ass, and I think he talks too much, and not just talking like throwing guys under the like he did it to Judge and Graham on uh, on their way out, which and it was n- there was ways that they should have been trash talked. The, the the things he was saying didn't make sense. You know, he had a couple quotes, and then the one with you know the wink really blew up, and then Wink went and spent ten minutes, you know, bitching about it. Was it because of the defense, or was McKinney bothered by? Wink's 10-minute press conference basically making McKinney look like a fool, who I think was a fool in that situation. Like, what was the stem of that? And, and it's 100% on field. 100% calls, 100% on field, 100% disagree with alignment, 100% disagree with play calling. Which is very funny because he had he had the same type of complaint. He, he did the same thing to the last coaching stuff. So that's the part that bothers me about McKinney. But I also... I don't think he's like a team cancer or, or someone. I think right. he's just going to be kind of a pain in the ass if the Giants are losing. He did the same thing to the last coaching staff, and that was the that was the staff and with Graham where he put up the interceptions and the box score stats yeah. that would directly lead you to be a top five, top three paid safety yeah. in the NFL. So it's it's a little it's a little ironic, and he's a little he could be a little hard to read sometimes. Yeah, but you know, I I did this because you know. If you really sit there and, and talk about who McKinney was talking about, we're talking coaches, right? Right. Has McKinney thrown a player under the bus? They asked after that Miami game, they asked him a question that had nothing to do with the offense, and he's like, What we're and not gonna do is blame the defense type thing. So indirectly right, right, right. Yeah, but not not any person not any individual player or anything like right. that. Right. So what why I bring that up is he's still a captain. And liked by many. I don't think he's a leader, though. Okay, uh, in my I, you opinion, you know what? I, I I think he, I think he or wants a good leader to, at least. Well, I know. I think he wants to lead by his play on the field, and when your play is getting, I guess, suffered by some calling, he will, he will voice that. A lot of players won't. Right. I don't think you should. Um, that's a hundred percent in house, but. 
But, there, hey, Bobby, let's say he didn't voice those things. Let's say he never got in any kind of uh, problems with Wink. Is now he a 16 with no problem? Or is he a 13, 14 now with a little bit of a, look, we're going back and forth. Like, is he a leader? Is he not a leader? He's I think it would be a lot easier for them, for the Giants to so, swallow, swallow their pride so on that. And you and we haven't even mentioned the right. ATV accident um, in that either. You know, like, so I think it'd be a lot easier for them to swallow their pride right. if you didn't have all those things. So that's why, that's, that's why, right. I, that's I why agree. I'm not like 100% sure something does get done. Because I think they can fall back. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm guessing at this point, but uh, it'll be interesting. Hey, there are some. Good, there are some good. Uh, there's some good free agent uh, safeties out there. You know. Actually, there's one. That, actually, there is one. Are any 24 oh, year old like like? I, see, those are guys that other teams let go up. though. Say it. Say it. 24 year old guys you drafted. No, bring up the. And can do that's it all. True. Bring up the one safety you brought up a couple weeks ago because because that's the one I'm thinking of. What's his name? Um. I mean, Antoine oh, Winfield is a free agent. Yeah, he's um, gonna get tagged though. He's yeah, he's he's definitely gonna tag. Now you brought him up once and I forgot. Well, whatever. Well, well maybe Geno Stone the, from the Ravens. I'll remember when we go when we keep going. Lejarius Sneed was a corner that we talked about. Um, but uh, but I mean the thing is, Joe. I mean, you know, you talk. We talked about this with Barkley about picking oh, and choosing. Duggar. Kyle Duggar of the Patriots. Correct. Bring back bring back Drew Peppers. He wants to come back. Um. You know, you, we, we were talking Fresh about this. <laughs> I, I think he, he still has a house in New Jersey. Um, <laughs> we were talking about this with Barkley, but, you know, like oh, pick, picking and choosing some players that you want to come back. But it still is important to retain your own and bring back your own because we haven't. It's been so rare that we've had like these young picks that we've kind of hit on. And I think that's why at least. In McKinney's case, because he's younger, because he's in a position that you can play, you can play into your 30s. And now, especially because we have Bowen's system, which we've seen safeties that are successful under Bowen's system, that's why I think it's imperative that McKinney comes back. Even though we're kind of, you know, we're kind of nitpicking and we're kind of talking about the, you know, what what he said about Wink and the coaching staff and throwing some people under the bus. Yeah. Hey, look, we could talk all we want about what he said about Wink. Wink's not here anymore. So now we all can throw right. wing on their bus, right? So that's right. Yeah, right. Look, and if she, look, you know, yeah, so he's going to be were, all. He'll be on board with the new defense until he's not. Uh, who, until, <laughs> until he's not. <laughs> who, until he's who, not. who who do you want at six? Assuming the top three are, uh, go quarterback. Mm. Uh, Gotta get you on okay. record. Th- thank you for uh, thank you for adding that in there. By the way, that I appreciate that. Um, I want I want I want the tackle. Which huh? one? All for Shawnee. No, nope, who? I want all. I want all. I haven't watched him yet, so I can't. I can't give you a full answer on that. I, I, I want to build a brick fucking wall. And people That's, hate I on that. Build and I a brick wall. Don't over. Don't overthink it. Now look, if the Giants wound up and saved money, and Waller left, and they picked the tight end, I would. I would like it too, believe it or not. I, I I wouldn't kill myself, but I I would like it. But uh, the look. Do you think Waller's back? No. Really? That because that's yeah. I do not. I I don't. Um, I think it was a great uh, pickup. It was like let's see if we catch lightning in a bottle. The lightning is no longer in the bottle, and uh, rap careers just don't work here. So uh, if I I go I go one. <laughs> One step further. Ask me your question again without the quarterbacks being taken. One, two, three. Who do you want at six? Man, I would love Joe Walt, bro. No, no. So look, look, I 
I am definitely afraid of uh, Daniel Jones' injury, um, his neck. Uh, I've been on record a number of times. Uh, I don't care. I think his knee is going to come back healthy as as can be. I think uh, another uh, tackle wrong in his neck is going to sit him out another half a season or even longer. Um, And therefore, you don't always get to pick at six. And there's a monster quarterback on the board. And the Giants like him. I want quarterback. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm in that situation too, where I'd like them to get into the top three. I just, I so so. I if they have to trade up a little bit, but I'm also, uh, you know, you can't. I wanna. I wanna go on record. To I don't want to be one of these guys that'll be like, well, I definitely want to go. You know, I want the Giants to trade up to top three, uh, but I can't give away the house. Yeah, well, you have to give away the house. No. Okay. So so stop. Stop anybody. Anybody out there. Stop saying you don't want to get you want to be in the top three or you don't want to be in the top three. That's it. Now, obviously, it's got to make sense. And do people know that when you go up in the draft to move up, it's calculated. There are numbers. There are there are draft picks that you give up. It's not like somebody is on the other end, like draft day and say, I want my picks back. All of them. It's it's not you give up what you're supposed to give up. You're not giving up 10 years worth of number ones. Unless so you're the if, Carolina Panthers, you throw in DJ Moore in for some God known God forsaken reason. Correct. Uh, but at the end of the day, I want a quarterback. If the giants, let's say, uh, give me, give me one of the names. I don't care who, give me one. Main, for a quarterback, one, anybody. Drake may, yep. Drake may, he's the guy okay. I like. It's okay. So do I. So let's say, he is there at four, and the Giants are still sitting at six. You throw in another draft pick. Do you go up and do you get him at four, or do you stay where you are at six? I'd have to see like what it is, what the chart has right in front of you. But essentially, uh, you, I'd be you, able to you give mean up. Chart, you mean chart of what you're giving up? Yeah. So like, okay, what are we right. giving up in, in, in next year's first and a yep. second or or? Three seconds, you know, like the Jets, like like the Jets Colts trade from 2018. I would do that in a heartbeat from six to three. In, in, in a heartbeat, Justin. What about you? I just want Brian Dable to be the one to work with that quarterback, and yeah. if that involves, and, and here's the thing, I think this year's draft is a little bit different with the Caleb Williams effect, with the Drake May effect, and with the Jaden Daniels effect. I think this draft may be a little bit different in terms of that chart and that, you know, the value with the value of this pick. It could be a little different because of like, you know, when was, when was the last time you had a trio of three quarterbacks with all, all of these traits. I'm not even, I'm not even saying that they're going to be great quarterbacks, but the thing that I, that entices you about those top three, especially if you're a giants fan, if you're a giants fan where Brian Dable is your head coach and Mike Kafka is your offense coordinator and Shea Tierney is your quarterback coach is that you see what Brian Dable is able to do with quarterbacks. You see it with Josh Allen. You saw it with yeah. Jones in 2022. You even saw it with Tyrod Taylor and Tommy DeVito this past year with, if you give Brian Dable a quarterback with the traits of that, those quarterbacks have the top three have, that is the thing that gets me most excited, revved up and fired up. So uh, it may your, it may who's cost. Your, who's your quarterback? Well, I mean, obviously it's 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 Caleb, but that's not happening. Um, I I just started watching May, and 
I'm not so I'm leaning a little bit more towards Jaden Daniels right now than May, but that could change. So Jaden Daniels because of his athleticism, because Maine has a better arm, in my opinion. I think it's a better arm. I think he can, you know, he 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 moves really well. Um, and I think there it's it's so easy. Like there's so little wasted yeah. movement. And, and, I mean, it's and I you do, know it's a flick of agree, a wrist. I do agree with Justin on Williams, um, because what you're supposed to do. Uh, I do. I don't know if you're supposed to. You're supposed to go back. You know, no one saw. Nobody saw. Okay, what's his name in in freaking Houston? Coming Stroud coming out and doing what he did, right? So go back, and would you take Caleb Williams number one last year? Yeah, almost every year. (laughs) Besides Andrew Luck, (laughs) there you go. So he is a bona fide number one. Um, and and be honest with you. He has certainly come out and said he didn't want to play. I don't want to play for Chicago. I do not want to play for the Bears. I do not want to play for the Bears. I do not want to play. He's going to the Bears. The Bears are finally going to do what is right. They're not going to trade. He's taking all kind of phone calls. The guy's going to take Caleb Williams. And Justin Fields is going to look for another team. Yeah. Last question. Can yes, we sir. also finally set up the celebrity boxing match of Brandon Jacobs and Mark Colombo at the softball game? Yeah, I, I I remember you talking about that a long time ago. I have uh, I have to reach out to Columbo. So give let me let me give me some time. It is not insane that there has been not one word publicly for Mark Columbo in and almost four years now. Yeah, but don't don't you he went think from like Columbo- a well like a, a sought out of offensive line coach to no one's heard a word from him in four years. Nah, Columbo's a Columbo is the is a guy that to me looks like he's just sitting on a porch drinking as much beer as he can with all of his money just in the back seat of his pickup. That's it, just just, sit, just sitting around doing nothing, loving Dumbo, life. Dumbo Dumbo Colombo is what we call him. Dumbo, Dumbo, um, so like, one more thing for both of you. So on, on this end, so it's softball game. You know, I do the the current Giants first, the 42 and 46 and obviously I we just talked about, you know, the mixture of former giants such as my my umpiring crew give me one name from both of you and i will try and get that person at the game oh i have one for former giants or current giants no current current decks and i will be working on so it's got to be a former former let's see i have a, yeah. I have a former right and away. not columbo go justin go yeah. it's a uh, jay alford it's been my jay dream alford, jay, jay alford's at the game and, and i'll introduce you to him uh he's my it's my favorite play Jack, that's right you i've seen you post that jay alford see why didn't you come to to the freaking dinner this year why he was there the, the big tip dinner he sat right next <sighs> to me looking for you i need to you, you what what needs you need to text me like a little bit further in advance like all right this is when the because i I'll, i will do it and i will promote it with you so and I, next and year I, and I'm i know in. that and and to be honest for people listening i know that it it uh meant a lot to you i know you like going to those things uh it's it's one of the, my favorite things i ever do in my life and i will continue to do it until yeah. I'm, until i'm dead but i yeah, had dinner alford, with joe morris two years ago i mean it's awesome yeah it, it's a lot of, i mean look alford casillas morris pepper uh, uh isaiah hodgins came and wink was and wink was supposed to come but he got held up and so was devito but that 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 line, they had an offensive lineman dinner that night, so they couldn't come. But I would have got a lot more guys there. But it was it was good. It was good. So Jay Alford, 
Got got you covered. How about you, Bobby? Mine's going to be impossible. He's not going to come. All right, so can I guess it? Yeah. He's tech. He's tech. Oh, here's this will give it away. He's I mean, technically Eric, Eric part Flower, of the Super Bowl Forty Two team. Said no one ready, so I'm hoping he's, it's not. It's not him. He's um, technically part of the Super Bowl Forty Two team. Yeah, so I knew you were going to say Shockey. Yeah. So I really did. I really did uh, say. So look, every year I kind of don't want to meet Shockey, like because I know he would be a meet your heroes type moment because he's. Yeah. I mean, he's so every insane. every year we we talk about it, and every year it doesn't match up with the with timing. Um, but this year I have roll on it for me and I'm like, intro, come on, man, just get them there to bring them to the airport. You know, just get them on a plane, you know, drive up, do something. Um, I'm, I'm finding that I'm having some difficulty with, with some former players, uh, because their kids are getting to the age where they play travel stuff. Mm. And, and a lot of players like are going away for baseball. A lot of, uh, I, I want Lawrence Tynes at my event. Like you have no idea, but his two boys keep him on the go and the off season with all their sports all over the place. And every year I'm like, how about this year? Nope. How about next year? Nope. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, it's tough. So well, how about so, Tollison? Right, Tollison. Tal- Tal- He's yeah. another guy who's hard to get. In one spot yeah. for ten seconds, but how about so he, he promised me five years ago that the next event he would make. This is it. Well, there you All go. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll help push on that one too. I'll like take, you got to be I'll there. I'll take your. I'll take your two, and Justin throw in one more since Jay Alford is already coming. Throw in one more. Um, uh, you can get a high profile guy. You could get a, we, a current NFL head you coach say, there. I said Kavika Mitchell. Uh, he's coming. No way. Can we get the Raiders head coach there? The Raiders that's, head coach. That's impossible. Will be I know, I know, I know. <laughs> in, in his own in his own OTAs. Um uh he came to one. I doubt it'll be coming anymore until he gets uh until he wins the Super Bowl and retires. Yeah. I'm gonna keep I'm you gonna keep listing there. I'm gonna keep listing these Super Bowl forty two defenders that I, I love. Because they're, they're already coming. Jabril Wilson. That team so much. Huh? Jabril Wilson. Uh Jabril came one year i haven't spoken to him in a few years i'll reach out to him he's he was a tough one to get even that first one do you you want to hear mine who's yours uh tucker frederickson oh yeah and and rob carpenter I'm just for the hell of it d- okay then let's get I mean, them look, there look, look. we'll look, interview when, rob carpenter how about that when when uh when Barkley was drafted. Uh, I reached out to 30 running backs, 30, just because I felt I wanted a niche. I wanted to, I want all these running backs coming. I got 22 of them there. 22. So Wheatley bunch, you know, you Tiki, uh, uh, you Galbraith, uh, you could go up and down the list from, and I had 22 running backs there. So I'm hoping to get at least half of those guys back. And depending on who the Giants draft, maybe I'll go for another niche as well. Tucker Fredrickson. swing a bat at 65 years old. Tucker Fredrickson, first overall pick of the 1965 draft, was a Correct. Giant from 65 to 71. Um, and yep. the fact that he, he's 81 years old and he's in a is – he, is he in Florida? 
I he's in Florida. How'd you know that? Would it say it? Did it say it? Well, I'm I'm looking he's at his looking pro football reference. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking no, at his pro fine. football reference page, and uh, yeah, Bobby's so gonna get him up there. <laughs> so I I I really want to get him up there. Um, I do have bad news. Uh, Coughlin, unless he surprises us, won't be there. He has his uh, uh, golf outing same weekend. Um, and I said to him when I spoke, to, I was like, "Can you not take all your players? Because I need them that weekend." And he's like, well, good for you. My event is the 19th to 20th. My event's the 18th. So hopefully the guys will travel on the on the morning of the 19th to get out there. Well, everyone, make sure to get your tickets. We put we'll put the link in the description. So to get that, you know, and hey, get get the try and get the best ones now because they they will sell out. I, I actually think this is going to sell out. Maybe I'm being a little overzealous, but I truly think it will. So well, we'll two, be two. there. The Giants players will be there. License plate guy will be there. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Two things on that. So, one, I do think it's going to sell out because we took away some of the uh, some of the sections. Um, instead of the stadium going all the way around, we took them off. So you really only have, you know, behind the dugout and four on each side. I think it will sell out. Number one. What if we do sell two, out and open those sections up after the sellout? I like it. That's exactly what we planned. See, you're already inside of my head. And the next thing is, please, when you go on to look for tickets at sexydexygame.com, please don't leave the game out. It's not a good site. Oh, God. Don't. <laughs> oh, I, I got it. Oh, 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 oh. I got oh, it. Oh, oh. I got it. It's like, it's like it's like looking up the White House back in the day. I thought Just you were talking sex- about like leaving the game I from know, like your I know, checkout. I was no. sexydexygame.com. Dot com. All right, sexydexygay.com. Um, no, what? Ga- sorry, game.com. <laughs> uh, that's license plate guy. I'm excited. We're, we're pumped to see you. May May 17th? 18th. May, May 18th. 18th. May 18th. May 18th. Be there. Hey, put that uh, Put that uh, thing out, too. The, do you uh, want us to tweet that out? Because we're going to put it on the show. Do you want us to tweet it out, too? No, okay. No, no, no I don't mean that. I meant, uh, uh, what did we say? We were going to do a poll. On the on the ugliest game last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, you joy. Could, on, honestly, guys, however <laughs> anybody gets the game out there, you know, sometimes I, I would be texted with someone like, oh, I've never heard of it. Makes me so mad. Like, I never heard of it. Like, if you're in the Giants community, you have to hear of it. But, but you don't realize how many people on YouTube, like, have no idea who, you know, you know, like anything real, about Twitter a, or anything like that. Yeah. Like, there's a and lot. That's of, a good point. You forget. I'm really not. You know, like sometimes we'll think about like how many people listen to the show and then you go in the stadium and you're like, all of these people, like our listenership would just be like this little chunk right here. And then yeah. and then all the people who aren't at the game, like you forget how many Giants fans there are. So I know. So I know. We'll, we're going to we're going to get it out there. We're going to sell that thing out. Uh, license plate guy. Thanks as always. Yeah, no doubt, guys. Thank you. Hey, Sean, you hope I never get back in there. I will kick your All right, thanks, license plate guy, for coming on the show. Make sure to get your tickets. We're going to be there. I don't know our, you know, we got to talk with LPG a little more to figure out what our involvement will be, but we're going to be there, um, shaking babies and kissing hands. Um, so, Justin, uh, Friday we're going to have Jordan Renan on the pod, so to hear everything uh, that's that's hap- that he's heard from Indy, so that'll be fun. Uh, so we will see you then. Sorry that the pod came out a little late too. By the way, we. It was the first time I think we went later than what the pod was scheduled in history, but we couldn't interview LPG on Monday and 
I didn't feel like throwing out a positional review at this point, to be honest. Yeah, and also, I mean, it's good to talk about the Joe Shane presser. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's an episode. We'll be back on Friday with Jordan Renan. We'll see you then. Until then, let's go Big Blue.